Police departments are using AI facial recognition software to identify crime suspects. In some states, the technology can compare faces on surveillance footage to, well, maybe yours, by tapping into millions of driver's license photos. CNN's Isabel Rosella spoke to experts about this, and they warned that AI makes more mistakes with black and brown people, and those lead to real-life consequences. It started with a loud knock on the door of a Detroit house. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, that's loud. Portia Woodruff, the homeowner, forced to spend 11 hours in jail for a crime she didn't do. And it ended with a $25 million lawsuit. It was police officers at the door. They told her she was under arrest for carjacking and robbery. Who am I gonna carjack? I'm pregnant. They frisked and handcuffed her as her children watched. That was an experience that they should have never went through. She later found out AI played a role in her arrest. According to the lawsuit, facial recognition software mistakenly matched her mugshot from an arrest eight years ago to this video of a suspect. Defending the technology, Detroit's police chief blamed his officers for the error. That the investigator did shoddy investigative work. AI is the life work of Georgia Tech professor and researcher Matthew Gombele. It's not ready for deployment. It's not a product yet. So do you think it should be used by police departments? Certainly not. A report by Georgetown Law estimates that as of 2016, one in two American adults is in a law enforcement face recognition network. And it can happen without your consent or knowledge. This technology is not accurate for the way it's being used. When you ask a question like, is this person's face match up with a fugitive, you can have a 99.7% accuracy that rate. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. But what if you ask that same question 300 million times? You deploy these things at scale at a population level, you're going to get a tremendous number of false positives. Depending on your race, that accuracy drops even more. A 2019 U.S. government study of 200 facial recognition algorithms found some of them up to 100 times more likely to misidentify people of color compared to white people. Gombele put the tech to the test. We will see what happens. Let's see. Using pictures of CNN journalists, plus these Georgia Tech researchers, he created a virtual lineup and told the AI to identify my face. It works. Isabel. Some there of the time, it though, it says no face. Some of the, like here, it just thought that you were Victor Blackwell. It thought that I was Victor Blackwell? Yes. Victor Blackwell is a black man. Yes. What does that say? That says that these algorithms are not ready for prime time. That they need to be right not just most of the time. They need to be right virtually all the time. Calvin Lawrence has specialized in AI since the 90s. He's helped build some of the very technologies police departments use today. The technology is not fair to everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, I stand by that. At what moment did that click for you? to be quite transparent, most recently. Uh, I think uh, I wrote the book basically out of guilt. That guilt and that book came after the police killing of George Floyd. It explores how AI can deepen systemic racism. Where in this process does it go wrong? It goes wrong at the data layer. That data biased because black people are heavily overrepresented in mugshot databases, which according to Lawrence means the software is more likely to identify a person as a suspect if that person is black. And the mostly white developers tend to use white faces when training the algorithms. So the technology becomes highly skilled at matching white faces, but gets it wrong significantly more often with black faces. In building the algorithm, you can teach the AI to be racist? Yes. You can absolutely teach the algorithm to be racist. The algorithm doesn't care. The algorithm just wants to do a good job 
at the task you've given it. And in this case... You're telling it that if you're black, you're more likely to have committed the crime. Yes. That's the data that you fit in. And the price of getting it wrong is costly. It's destroying lives. And it could have possibly completely destroyed mine. And those AI experts that I spoke with say that it's going to take all, uh, all of us, all of us pushing on lawmakers, on the tech companies, on, on law enforcement, too, to insist that they train these systems correctly and set some guardrails. But most importantly, Victor, that people of color are sitting at the table when it comes to developing these softwares in the first place. That's where it starts to go wrong. Yeah, I mean, for this uh, woman you spoke with who was pregnant to be arrested in front of her children. Right, traumatizing. I mean, traumatizing for the children and for her, and those can go uh, much further and have bigger consequences. Exactly. Let's talk about this confusion <laughs> of your face for mine. How does that happen? No offense, okay? None taken. You are a handsome man, True. but in that moment, yes. okay, I, 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 was, I was astounded. I'm bold. You obviously are not. No beard on you, black man, Different. Latina woman. What, what happened there? What happen? happened there? Okay, so I spoke with Professor Gombley and asked him the same question. And he said that this AI is, is trained by the people in the lab, people that are mostly white and Asian men. So the software keeps being trained over and over and over again. And it learns. It learns to identify those faces in particular very, very well mm. to the detriment of our faces. So a Latina and a black man, it could not tell our faces uh, as well. And wow. this is what we're seeing in the real world. We're seeing a, a white male dominated industry creating this technology, training these algorithms, and they're just not doing a good job with black faces. Thank you so much for that report. Thanks. Isabel Rosales.